All right, oh. we're live. All righty. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. We are uh, going to be looking at John chapter 3, uh, starting at verse 22 uh, today. We're going to be looking at John's second testimony. And um, Dave, I believe you, you had said you were going to read that section, yep. right? Yep. John 3, starting at verse 22. We'll give her a whirl. After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea. There he remained with them and baptized. Now John was baptizing in Anon near Salem, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Then there arose a dispute among some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who is with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. And what has been seen and heard that he testifies, and no one receives his testimony. He who has received his testimony has certified that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God does not give the Spirit by measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things unto his hand. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides in him. All right. Very good. So as we, as we uh, read there, John was baptizing in Anon near Salim. Uh, and so as we read there, you know, what, what kind of conclusions can we can we draw there? You know, why well, was he doing that? Well, we've talked about it before about, you know, you know, he's, why was he baptizing in that area? It says there because there was much water there. Mm -hmm. What would he need much water for? For, for immersing. <laughs> for immersing people. Yeah. That's why he'd need... He said, oh, there's a lot of water over there. That's why... And, and what I'm going to be doing requires a lot of water. Right. So... That, that kind of, again, you know, it kind of flies in the face of what... Uh, maybe the common every present-day definition of the word baptism, which can be confused. Uh, you know, you need much water to do that. You yes, you do. You can't do that with a little pot and a sprinkler. Yeah, we see that all over when we're wondering what what mode of baptism was practiced in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. I mean, it always requires a bunch of water, right. or they had to go, or it says, "Oh, they went down into the water." Absolutely. It always. It always. Uh, uh, bears out that it was an immersion. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what testimony did John give uh, of Christ? I mean, he talks about Christ increasing. What's, you know, that started, you know, because what some of John's disciples came home to him and said, hey, hey, John, yeah. he goes, there's this fellow down here who's trying to take your gig. Right. Right. He's trying to do what you're doing. Right. And I, I wonder if, like, John's disciples were like, oh, we're going to get him and there's going to be a throwdown or something. Again, we, we, we possibly have that, 
that human interpretation of the of the situation, you know, where they're thinking territory or, yes. or something, you know, like they're like That's, they're salesmen or something. I kind of get that out of that, mm-hmm. you know. I never really thought of it that way, but yeah, you know, it that that stands to to reason, you know. He says, "Behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him." And right. there's an exclamation point. Right. <laughs> Reminds me of my time in uh, in driving school. I, I worked for a place one time that. We used to call around and see what the prices were. Even uh, uh, even drove around to look and see how many kids were in the class over at this school versus this school <laughs> to keep track of things. Yeah, so there's that that competition type yes. of, of feel, and that's of course not <laughs> not not what Christ had in mind. And 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 John John said just that. He set them straight. Yeah, he answered. He and what? Who did he give the credit to? Who to John, the Lord? To God. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so uh, when when one believes in the Son, you know what 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 happens, and that you know, speaking of this baptism, and we're th- speaking of you know the belief. Uh, when when one believes, they they they, have, they put that into action. Mm-hmm, right, and they have that opportunity for for everlasting life, for it, eternal life. Yeah, James wrote. That you know that faith is perfected by obedience. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I we can't forget that, right? You know, faith faith without obedience is dead. It means nothing, right? You know, we have to we have to have both of those things. That's that's interwoven throughout the scriptures, mm-hmm. and just in so many places. It's true, and when you. Uh, you know, the, we have the question here: What does it mean to believe on Jesus? Well, you know, if I, I believe that if I drive now, we live in the United States. If I drive on the left side of the road, I'm probably going to meet some oncoming <laughs> traffic head on. I believe that, and right. that belief makes me drive on the right side of the road. Mm-hmm. It's it's my belief that that if I drive down the wrong side of the road, I'm going to get. That's why I don't do that. Right, it's my belief put into action. Again, it goes yeah, it goes to that belief. You know, it necessarily leads to an action uh, because you're you know who Christ is, and and you you understand what His will is through looking into His Word, and it it's you know to uh, uh, to believe on Jesus is to be obedient. It to is be obedient it is. to Him. Yeah, it's. I guess that's more than just saying something. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you'll see like somebody will say, well, you know, just say this prayer right? and you're going to be saved. But never in the Bible is anybody saved that way. Right. I mean, that's something that people made up. You know, they, what do they call that? Oh, the sinner's prayer. Right. That, that, that's the most unbiblical, biblical thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I heard one preacher yeah, you use the term. It's a devilish doctrine, and, and, it is. and, and that that's a pretty good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if you just read it, and then try to find something in the New Testament that's similar to that, mm-hmm. you won't find it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's the now is uh, is belief obviously is you know the the the, the mental assent you know of it's, I understand who Christ is that that is it's foundational. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's that's not, not it. It's not it. Yeah. You know, it, there is nothing, like I said, there is nothing alone mm-hmm. said to save man. You know, even uh, 
you know, we, we, even demons believe and tremble. You know, even yeah. even uh, uh, what was it? The we are legion. You know, when when Christ cast the the okay. he cast the the into the swine, right? And yep. and they understood who he was. Yes. You know, but are they saved? Apparently not. No, they ran into the sea. <laughs> right. <laughs> so one thing here, and at the end of this, in uh, John chapter three, here he talks about. Um, Jesus and his, I guess, his place in all things. And he talks, he says that he who comes from heaven is above all. And as yeah. we talked about at the beginning of John, where, you know, we, we read that Jesus is the creator, you know, yeah. um, you know, and we are his creation. Right. And, and it, you know, it goes back to uh, authority. Yeah, we, we, we get to that all the time. And, and, yeah, you, you just can't, I'm flipping forward in my notes here. Uh, I wrote at the top of one of the pages, authority, 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 with an exclamation point. Because it is a recurring theme. And really, unless you grasp who Christ is and that he has all authority, that he is above all, you know, then uh, you're in a dangerous place because you're trying to pull something uh if you're doing anything other than what the Lord has said needs to be done, then you're you're allowing some other authority into exactly. the mix, and we have no yeah no biblical uh, foundation to do that. I, I always use the example with my kids. When I tell my kids to do something, I expect them to do what I told them to do, right? Not to do a bunch of other things I didn't ask them to do, right? To go beyond or fall short of I. My kids know that that if I just do what Dad asked me to do, that's good enough. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go beyond it, mm -hmm. and and I better not fall short of it. You know, and, right. and I'm going to be completely satisfied with that. Right? Yeah. You know, if if you have a, a a wood project in in the works, and you tell you tell your son to sand the wood project, but then he decides after that, okay, well, I've sanded. Uh, I think Dad would like it if I go ahead and paint this. And he paints it purple. Yeah. You know, and you had planned on staining it with a natural stain. Right. You know, and while that would have been well-meaning to paint it purple, he didn't have the authority to do so, nor did he have the mind of of the master, so to speak, right. as to what was to what was to take place with that piece. Right. In the same way with God. Mm -hmm. You know, God, God has told us what to do. And we're not to fall short. We need to do what God has said. But also, we're not to go beyond that. We're not to start adding to all these things. Right. And that's really what he kind of speaks of, all of those things. That's why he says, you know, he who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe in the life shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides in him. You know, it all talks about, you know, us following after Jesus, us, us respecting his authority. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, may, maybe we can uh, uh, move on to Matthew chapter 4, I'm sorry, John chapter 4. Uh, and John chapter 4, uh, verses 1 through 54, you know, is, uh, is really where the text comes from. And uh, we're probably not going to get through all of yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know that we need to read all of that necessarily out loud at this time. But, but I uh, would encourage you to... Uh, 
you know, maybe if Paul, if you're not familiar with uh, with John chapter four, uh, then by all means, uh, please pause and go go read through that, and uh, maybe we can continue and, and talk a little bit about it and yeah. and read uh, bits and pieces as we go. Maybe we should read maybe the first. Uh, First 20, ver 20 verses or so, and we'll talk the about first the... first 20? Yeah, I think the first 26. We'll talk about the Samaritan woman. Okay. I'll go ahead and read that. Okay. Since you did the last bit of reading. And uh, by all means, turn, turn in your Bibles and follow along. Uh, don't take our word for it. As LeVar Burton once said. Uh, you know, I, that's exactly <laughs> where my, my mind was going. We were well... Well indoctrinated children of the 80s. <laughs> PBS. <laughs> All right, John chapter 4, starting at verse 1. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as the sons of his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not, that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In, the, in that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive, that you, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know that we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Okay. Let's unpack some of that stuff. There's a lot, all of, right. a lot of interesting stuff in here. Um, so Jesus, you know, leaves John and uh, 
he's going up to Galilee, and he decides to go through Samaria. And from what I under or what I remember, I guess that saved about three days mm-hmm. in in time walking through that area. But like most Jews would not do that because they right. just hated the Samaritans. Right. And the you know. Do you remember why they hated the Samaritans? Uh, I, I don't off the top of my head. Oh, oh well, I'll tell you what I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Samaritans, they were like, uh, so like when uh, the when Babylonian, when Babylon came through and took away all the Jews and the captive back in the Old Testament, well, apparently they didn't take all of the Jews. They only took the good Jews, huh. you know, the, the the Jews that weren't so good, you know, the lower echelons of society. They left those people there, and then they moved some of their people into that area, and those people uh, intermarried, and that's where the Samaritans came from. So they were like, you know, half Jewish, I guess you would okay. say, and uh, the 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 quote unquote pure Jews looked down upon them because they didn't they didn't like them also the samaritans i believe only um they only uh believed in the five books of moses i think that was another thing okay. so they didn't they didn't they didn't go with the rest of the uh, old testament so just the just the uh, pentateuch okay. is the only thing that they believed in Right. So all of these peculiar things with them, plus they worshipped on this mountain, mm-hmm. all these things, and the Jews just despise them. Right. And and here Christ is talking yes. freely with them. And, and um, you know, that you see some parallels to today and how, how mankind likes to create these divisions. And when you, and some even, some will even call... Uh, Christianity uh, divisive, but in reality, when and there may be some that call themselves Christians that are extremely divisive. But when we look into the scriptures and we see the example of Christ, you know, he he was kind of all inclusive, wasn't he? And he yeah. had he, he was he desired that all men would come to the knowledge of truth. Yeah, and and that's what what he was sent for. Yeah, so he. So he goes to Samaria, this area that most of the Jews would never go to. And uh, he comes into this city called Sychar. And uh, Jacob's well is there. So that's where he's at. So this mm-hmm. this is an old well. Right. I mean, you know, you're talking, what, 1,500 years old at this mm-hmm. point? That's an old well. I don't, you know, I don't think we have any anything like that in our country. Right, or, or at least you know it'd be, it'd be hard to prove. Right. Well, well, yeah. We 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 uh, we have some old places in, in in this. I think we're finding that we have older places than we thought. Yeah. In, in this in this part of the world, but in general, yeah. There's a there's that that's the beginnings of civilization. You know, over in in this area. It is. And yeah, the beginnings of, of civilization, the beginnings of man. Yeah. So, so so Jesus is thirsty, and he asks this woman for a drink. And uh, now, then he, now, I'm gonna stir the pot here a little. Oh, bit. good, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and 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 why why would he ask the woman to give him a drink? Is that is that her place in life to 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 give him a drink? Was he well, thinking in that? I I don't think that. I think it's because that 
he didn't have anything to get water. Right. She from. said that later. That, yes. That, yeah. That, that, that you have nothing to draw with. Yeah. You know. So so that that's something that and and I'm I was kind of playing devil's advocate there, uh, trying to put Dave on the spot, but uh, you know people will point to something like this, and this is you know we live in a day and time where people are trying to and it, you know unwittingly. Uh, or trying to disprove the, the scriptures, you know, they they uh, will say something like, "Well, that's just that's just awful that Christ would just expect the woman to draw him water," you know. But when we read a little further, we see that well, he didn't have anything to draw with, right. and and that would have been the the customary good thing to do, you know. Hmm. That and on top of this, he created this woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. <laughs> so so just a, just a little sidebar free of charge there. Uh, into into my thought processes, but um, as we uh, look at this, you know what was uh, well. Did you have anything else to say about that? Well, particular... I was just going to go straight into the living water. Okay, I mean, I, I think that's the that's the the next, I guess, bullet point here. Yeah, where he talks about this living water, and she's confused about it, just yeah. like Nicodemus was confused about. Right, some of the things that Christ was saying, and there, there's that foreshadowing to you now. You know, in retrospect, you know, we can look back through the scriptures and we can point exactly to what that living water is. Yes, you know, and this was a, a new statement. You know, at, at the at as the as we've talked about before, all of these things are pointing towards what salvation is going to be. Right, oh, they're they're clues to what salvation is going to be. They're not things mm -hmm. that are spelling out what salvation is. Right. And when you put all these uh, clues uh, together, you can see you can see how orderly the plan is. You can see that all these things were pointed to, you know, take into account all of the uh, uh, prophecies that had come to fruition, and you, you just can't get over that. I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it's way too complex to just be chance. You know, yeah. These things uh, were planned from, from the beginning. And of course, water is another theme here. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's, it's a constant theme throughout this. Right. This idea of, of, of water being involved in all of these examples he keeps giving. Think of mankind being preserved through the ark yeah. and water, uh, cleansing. The, the, the world, so to speak, and then you have God's uh, people, Israel, uh, being they've, saved by water, yep, the parting of the Red Sea. The sea. Yeah, and here again, you have God's people being saved through this living water that Christ speaks of. Yep. So Jesus talks about whoever drinks of this water will thirst. So he's talking about a physical water, mm -hmm. and but then he talks about a spiritual water. And of course, I, you know, this is looking towards, you know, mm -hmm. the kingdom of God. Right. So. Yeah. What else do we have in here, John? We'll, well, we'll I, finish I, this episode I, up. I, I guess we can uh, mention that why had why had John been placed in prison? Uh, well, oh, well, because uh, he was talking ill of Herod. Yeah, he reproved Herod. Yeah, who uh, had his brother's wife. Right. Yeah, he was telling him that you, you shouldn't do those things. And that's pretty gutsy to 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 say that in front of in front of a king. Oh yeah. So to speak. And uh you but know But it needed to be said. Yeah, absolutely. And 
so so he was put in he was put in prison because of that. John didn't hold back. You know, he told the truth. Uh, he was again. There's a lesson in that. You know, when when you're faced with uh, those around you that need to be told the truth, uh, maybe it's someone that you revere. Maybe it's someone who is uh, of a high station in your life. Maybe it's a boss at work. Maybe maybe it's somebody you know within the church. Oh yeah, that and, can be that can be even harder. Yeah, and and. Uh, John didn't hold back, neither should we. We, yeah. we need to be those that are willing to tell one another when we, when we fall short. And uh, there's good lessons in that. Towards the end here, he talks about, you know, he, he asks this woman, he says, hey, go get your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. You, you had five of them. Right. And the one that you're living with now is not your husband. And this, this lets us know that Jesus can read minds. Right. You know, he, we, we, we saw that before when he said, uh, when he saw Philip and he said, here's an, here's an Israelite and, or uh, it was it an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Right. You know. And, and uh, as we, we, we stopped at verse 26 there, but if we read on to verse 29, uh, when this woman went back into town, she said, come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. You know, so... He told her more than that. Yeah. <laughs> he told her all things that I ever did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so that's, uh, you know, that, that was what convinced her. And then, you know, as we, it'll, as we get further on into, into the outline we're going to talk about, uh, she went back and had a great effect on, on those, on the people in her, in her village there, in her area. Many people were saved because of her. And, yeah. Well, we could probably just figure finish up talking about these different things. We don't have to read it all, but one thing I like to point out here is as as she goes back, she goes back to her town, mm -hmm. you know, she, as you said, and she says, hey, there's this guy he told me of all the things I ever did. And, and Jesus goes and he talks to these people and they all believe on, they mm -hmm. believe in him. Yeah. Now, that's a totally different effect than he had on the Jews. Right. And what I like in there, and, and Jesus says this a couple of different times throughout the scriptures. In verse 44, he says, For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. Right. And uh, that's that's today as well. <laughs> yeah. You and, know? and I was thinking earlier that, you know, any anybody who's been a parent uh, might also, those words might ring true, that in your own house, sometimes you don't have... <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> as much honor is, and I was thinking about you know when we're when we're children, and we go to school possibly you know it, it is probably more likely than not that we listen to what the teachers say, you know yeah. I've I've had it happen to me where where uh, uh, I've taught my children something and my children are homeschooled, and and I will show them something maybe a process and what's rare that I teach them. That I'm able to come forth with anything meaningful in math, but <laughs> but, but, but but anyway, I, I might teach, show them something and teach them something, and they'll be like, "Well, that's not how that works," and then they'll have to go and, you know, and they'll ask mom, you know, yeah, <laughs> and then and then realize, well, dad was right. Yeah. <laughs> so that that sort of uh, brought me to mind of that, but it's true, you know, and and, uh, and so these people that had Christ right in front of their face, they believed. They yeah. wanted him to stay. Right. So Jesus stayed on there two days, and then he had to get on going. But 
I mean, that's. And, I, and, but the people that he that he grew up with, the people that he came from, yeah, they his they family, were, they were less likely to to listen, and yeah. that and that's something you know that we that we need to think about uh, is we uh, and how we react to hearing the gospel. Yeah, yeah, and and um, oh, what would I had a thought here? I wanted to to mention oh, the, just along those same lines that you know every person can be profitable to the kingdom. You know, the, this woman, this Samaritan woman who may have been overlooked by so many and those with their nose up in the air walking through might not think of any, anything of her. And we might have those people today in our, in our society that we walk past and think nothing of and yeah. can't think of any reason why anything good could come out of that person. But when, when they're equipped with the truth and the knowledge of the truth, they can be very very powerful yes. uh, witnesses for, for the kingdom. So just don't discount anybody. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I agree with you. All right. Well, that probably about wraps it up for All today. Right. Yeah, we're pushing 30 minutes, so we should let these people do something else. But <laughs> uh, thank you for joining in with us, and we're, we're glad that you uh, chose to, to watch and to study with us. We hope that you continue, and by all means, if you have any questions, uh, you can type those out in the in the uh, contact section or comments, however yeah, we comments, however yeah, we do that, yeah. and uh, uh, by all means get in get in touch with us. We would be glad to study further with you. Um, hope your day goes well, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>